I'm so glad that you're here. You are listening to What the Fuck Did She Just Say? with your host, that's me, Sandra Priestley. I'm all about living our best life and finding our zone of brilliance and then removing the resistance so that we can go all in. I say random crazy shit, which is why I called this podcast the way that I did, and I really hate long, drawn-out intros, so let's fucking go. I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2010. I had just received my feng shui practitioner certification and I was bound and determined that I was going to do this for a business because I loved it so much. This had been something that I had been just intuitively doing um, since I was little and learning about for years, like my entire life. At that time, um, probably no less than 20 years I had been learning about feng shui. And so it was just something that was so fun. It was different than what I was doing as a career. And I really, really wanted to help women make a difference. I could see women struggling and like really wanting a different life. And I knew that there was things that they could do in their space that would just make life a little bit easier, you know? And so I started a business that was called Transformational Design. I loved it because it represented to me transforming your space to transform your life. It was brilliant. I paid for a website designer. I feng shuied my business cards with the information that I had learned from my certification. I mean, it was beautiful. I loved it. I went into the registry's office so that I could register my business name so that I could get a license. And the chick across the counter said to me, you're calling your business what? And I'm all proud. Transformational design. And I'm thinking to myself, ooh, maybe she wants to, maybe she'll be excited about this. I'm the only feng shui practitioner in this area. This is so exciting. It's just going to fly. This is such a great idea. Everyone needs a feng shui practitioner. And she said, well, that's an awfully long name. Now, if you know me, you know, I don't shy away from confrontation. I don't feel like it's a bad thing at all. I think confrontation or just like, it's just, you know, honest conversation and we shouldn't be scared of it. And so when she said this to me, I thought, okay, well, bold, ballsy, not your fucking place, but okay, let's go there. So I stood there, paused for a second, raised my left eyebrow like I do and said, does it not fit in the squares on your form? And she said, no, it fits. And I said, okay. So what's the problem? Well, it's just a long word to write out. Okay, and? Well, nothing. But I mean, are you sure that this is the name that you want to create, like that you want to use? 
And I thought to myself, okay, we like I'm paying you money. I'm giving you the name. Why are we discussing this? Of course, this is the fucking name that I want to use. I am here with a hundred dollars or whatever it happened to be at the time. Just register the dang name. I got in my car, phoned my husband, said, okay, name is registered. And he says, yay. And I said, but the chick at the registry's office said this to me. And, you know, my husband is like, oh, what does she know? Why would she care? Like, just take the money, register the name. Right? But here's the thing. When she said it, it put this tiny little bit of doubt in the back of my mind. I started thinking, is this name too long? I started creating stories. Hmm. She sees a lot of names. She registers a lot of business names. Is my name too long? And that's what she was trying to say to me because no other business name is this long. Maybe I shouldn't have chosen that name. Maybe I should have walked out of the registry's office that day and gone back when I found a better name. This name sucks. I don't like my email address now because my email address was Sandra at transformationaldesign.ca. Wow. That was using every single letter, every single letter in the alphabet, right? And so I started to just ruminate over it and tell myself, oh, this is a stupid name. I shouldn't have used this name. And I started to play small. I didn't want to promote the name. Now I had this website that I had paid for that looked so beautiful, but it had this stupid name, transformational design on it. Now I didn't even want to show people my website because I didn't like the name. Now, full disclosure, I still like the name. The email was a little long, but I really did like the name. It really made sense. You transform your space. You transform your life. What the fuck? Great name. And also, I've seen longer names. So there's that. <laughs> but at the time, I was about 38. It was my very first business. And I didn't know that people are losers. And that everyone might have a comment and we don't have to listen to them all. I started playing small just because of this one comment that I allowed to get in my brain. And then there were more. Because that's what happens with entrepreneurial. Because um, that's what happens with entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> There's always someone that says, why are you doing that? You should be doing this. And you get all of these ideas in your mind that what you wanted to do, what you love to do, the thing that you're so driven to be a part of, maybe it's wrong. And you start to doubt yourself. After I got my registration, I registered my business and I started doing 
consultations. And I was nervous, but I was putting a shit ton of work into them. And the clients that I had were getting results. I was not shocked, but so happy. And they would come to me and they would say, oh my gosh, Sandra, guess what? Remember that big, huge goal that I had? Well, it just happened. Thank you so much. I can't believe it. Feng Shui is magic. And I was so proud of myself, even though I wasn't using the name transformational design. I mean, very rarely, I was usually like, yeah, Sandra Priestley, I'm a Feng Shui practitioner. And so I had joined... I had joined a small business group of women in business group. And the one woman who was the founder of this group, I had done a feng shui consultation for. She loved it so much. She wanted me to share what I had learned to the group. So I said, great, I will be the speaker on this day. I will do, you know, maybe an hour if that's okay. And by the end, these women will be able to design their homes for business success. They're going to be able to map out their homes. They're going to be able to make some changes in their space as soon as they go home. That will help bring them money, help bring them clients, and really expand their businesses to the way that they wanted them to. I was so damn excited about it. I'd worked so hard on it. I had handouts and everything and clipboards and like I was killing it. I went into this presentation so confident, so sure in myself. I knew what I knew. And I knew that what I was going to share was going to change their businesses and change their lives. I started talking and about halfway through, I could see one of the women in the group was leaning back in her chair, folding her arms. And I'm pretty sure that I saw smoke coming out of her ears. I mean, she was pissed and I was trying to think, what did I say? Why, like, why is she, why is this her body language? Like what's going on? Right. All of a sudden she can't contain herself. And I, I just happen to be talking about the love and marriage or love and relationship squaw, which is the back right corner of your house. By the way, if you're standing in the front, the architectural front door, and you're looking inside your house, like into your house, it's in the back right corner. I started talking about that and she lost it. She was so angry. She said, how dare you say these things? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, girl, what I said was, this is an energy pattern <laughs> and you can use the back right corner, which is your intimate relationships, marriage area to strengthen your relationship. Well, what I did not know was that she had just left her husband. She was extremely angry. And I probably got what he deserved. <laughs> 
she was so angry. She was so mad. She was like just spitting nails, pissed off. And so again, I'm the girl who doesn't mind confrontation. I stayed calm. I explained what I meant. We had a discussion and she sat back in her chair. She seemed okay and left. I then was told, oh, please don't take that personally. This girl's going through some stuff. I just didn't know at the time when I was doing the presentation that she had just um, left her husband, but it all sort of made a lot more sense. But what happened was, it was the next thing that stuck in my mind. It was the thing that was running around in the back of my subconscious going, you've got to stay small. What if someone else misunderstands? What if someone else misinterprets what you're saying? What if people judge you? What if people judge your kids for what you're doing? Why can't you just sell insurance? You know, sell something that people won't question. Why can't you just do what everyone else does? Now, I don't love to do what everyone else does. That's the problem, right? But as I was really, (laughs) as I was working through this business, working my ass off, doing so much for my clients, spending hours and hours and hours on the computer, writing up like huge reports, analyzing the pictures that I had taken, analyzing and seeing if there was maybe something else that I could also add to the consultation when I had done it. In the back of my mind, I was scared. I held myself back because of these two women. No, I held myself back because of the things that I started to tell myself that they prompted. It was my reaction to their comments, which could have been neutral to me. I chose to make them mean something. I chose to make them mean a lot of things. And those a lot of things ended up to be the reason that I walked away from that business. I ended up taking an interior design diploma because I thought, okay, well, feng shui is a little too woo for 2010. So maybe I'm going to do interior design and I can just add feng shui. It'll be like my party truck on the side, right? This was my way of playing small. But halfway through that diploma, I thought, this isn't me. I don't want to do interior design. I just want to be a feng shui practitioner. And then I started gaining weight and... I found Beachbody and I decided I was going to be a Beachbody coach. 
there was a lot of mindset work to that, right? Because we were really encouraged to have before and after pictures on our websites. Oh my gosh. If you feel insecure at all about your body, just place your before pictures on social media for everyone to see. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I started doing a lot of more mindset work and I worked through so much. But there, I, I found that there was always something that, that people would say that stuck. And it was like, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. And I started thinking about it and thinking about it and trying to roll it around in my mind. And in order to, I was trying to roll it around in my mind in order to negate it. But what was happening was I was giving it more energy and I was giving it more fuel and I was giving it more stories that held me back. What I've noticed this year, and for those of you who don't know, I have um, a, a year-long container called the Power Project that I've created. And it really has been so pivotal for me. I really have learned so much about myself and I've been able to strip away all of these thoughts. I've been able to strip away all of the beliefs and the things that I've taken off from other people, how I've made things mean things that they didn't. I mean, I've really, really been able to see how we hold ourselves back. It's amazing when you write something out in your journal and read it back, how completely fucking ridiculous it seems. I wrote something in February of this year. It was so raw. It was, I wish I had it in front of me, but it was on a day where I was really just feeling like garbage. And in my journal, it said, I don't know why I don't belong. I feel like garbage. Why do I feel this despair? I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know how to release this depression. It was so raw. And it was real. But it was only just in that moment. I pride myself on being really very positive. I pride myself on being able to think outside the box. I pride myself on being able to help people see the other side. I pride myself on being able to do hard things. I pride myself on being able to see the blessing in the mess. I pride myself on being able to stay emotionally intelligent for the most part through some of the hardest lessons I've ever had to learn. And yet (laughs) I wrote that in February of this year. What I've realized so much, especially 
through the process of, of journaling every single day, through the process of finding our personal power in this power project is that our, our minds are so damn complex and we are not what we think. They're just things we tell ourselves. And when we can write them down, when we can speak them out, when we can get to a place where we are safe enough to write out what we're thinking without judgment on ourselves or anyone else for that matter. And just know that it's cathartic to write it out. And when we write it out, we can get rid of it. Wow. If I could go back to that 2010 version of myself, if I could get to the place where I could process what people were saying in a way that wasn't destroying to me, but rather empowering to me. Where would I be? And this is really what I love to help my clients with, what I love the Power Project for. Because I think so many times we listen to someone else's opinions. We hear what they say and it ruminates It goes round and around and around in our heads until all of a sudden we fucking own it. It becomes the thing we tell ourselves and it doesn't have to. We can truly get to this place where we can sit and realize that someone else's opinion is not fact that judgment is not truth and that what is true for us in this moment is the only truth that there is. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had some laughs, maybe some ideas, and that you've been inspired to take some type of action toward the life you've always dreamed of. If you feel so called, I would love it if you would share with your besties and leave a review down below. I look forward to bringing you along on this journey and I will see you in the next episode.